It's time. The best news is that the NFL schedule comes out Thursday of this week, and that Tigers play in the PGA next week. Jalen, Jalen Rieger, Jalen Rieger came out and said because the Vikings play the Eagles the second second week Monday Night Football. And basically came out and said, we'll see who the better wide receiver is on Monday night football. I mean, if you look at statistics and everything for the last two years, I mean, clearly, <laughs> it's pretty clear who's the better wide receiver between the two. Yeah, I don't I don't got much for that one. <laughs> when he said that, I'm like, I, I mean, I guess maybe if you wide receivers talking shit to wide receivers doesn't do much because it's the DBs that if they were talking shit to DBs, it'd be different. Oh, I agree. It's right. like quarterbacks talking shit against quarterback. Congratulations, you're not you're not competing against each other. Right, sorry, I got sacked eight times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good job. You protected me. My line well. was wet tissue. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I got two targets. How many did you get? Like, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it's easy to talk after you have a good game or a yeah. bad game. but Unless you're talking against your opponent, I yeah, I got nothing for you. But like in, in that sense, it's like, okay, you haven't shown that you should talk about the majority of the wide receivers in the NFL in that capacity, let alone a top yeah, three. They're, div- they're divas. Oh, let, I let, agree. Let receivers talk. Yeah. Now, if they were talking shit against their DBs, again, they'd be different, but they won't. No. 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 Well, you're not wrong. You're going to talk. You're gonna, you're not going to talk shit about the defense you're about to play. That's just not going to happen because you will get hurt. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, do we All want right, to break now, or do we want to go into a little... I've got a little NFL news, nothing great. I, but I need some NFL in my life. Yeah, let's, okay. let's go NFL. So, did you guys hear the Tom Brady news? Oh, yeah. The Fox. What a yes. great retirement package. So, first Colin of all, Tom, obviously, Tom, Tom Brady <laughs> retires, then he unretires a month later, and uh, was announced after Troy Aikman and Joe Buck left uh, Fox, Fox to go to ESPN. Um did they go ESPN or Amazon? No, they went to ESPN. Okay. Because Amazon was the other super. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think okay. maybe Al Michaels has ended up, ended up with Amazon. I think so. Yeah. Um, but he announced that he, uh, or they announced, which best kept secret ever. So I guess, I don't know the guy's name from Fox, but announced it at their annual meeting. Or, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, surprise, we've got Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. pretty sweet. Like, hey, right. we lost Troy Aikman, but we got Tom we Brady. We got Tom Brady. Um, Ten years, $375 million to be Fox's lead game analyst um, starting whenever he retires. Just whenever he retires. Which, so basically, hey, at any point you want to retire, we got $37.5 million for you. Per year. I want to put that in perspective, though. The f- at the end of this season, he will have played 23 years in the NFL. He will have made $333 million in 23 seasons as you want to argue what you can, the greatest quarterback right. to ever play the game. Yeah. Um, 23 years, 333. Fox, 10 years, 375. Mind you, he's married to one of the richest models right. already in the world. So, like, rich get richer here. But the numbers are just like when you look at him, you're just like, I mean, he's making more than Aikman. He's making more than Romo. Like combined, I think, right? You know, and and a lot of the Twitter fodder 
is all of a lot of the NBA guys, you know, like, oh, giving these guys money versus, you know, like Jalen Rose or Shaq or Barkley or any of those, which NFL and NBA aren't, they're not in the same league. No, no. Liter- literally not in the same level tier, no, like no. whatever you Money, want. Th- no, nope. Um, you know, you look at Manning cast, you look at all of those things. It's like, if you're great at what you do and you, you know, back to our conversation on golf, on, on getting conversations right. and insight, like Peyton Manning offers insight, Tony Romo, people might be annoyed by him, but the dude offers insight. Yeah. Um, and he's not as great as Brady or I wouldn't even say Aikman you know, or Manning. So they're taking the gamble of Tom Brady being great at offering insight. And we've seen him in the match actually well, you know, his, tying it yeah. into golf. In his own his own podcast. Mm-hmm. He crushes it. Obviously, I don't know if Twitter this week he, mm-hmm. he did a little uh, little splashy splash. Right. Like he, he's he's gonna be He's good. Just Ever fine. since he left the Patriots, he's opened up. People yeah. have loved him. He did the tuck rule thing. Yeah. Obviously, he oh, did the God, tuck that. rule thing with was awesome. with, <laughs> with Bieber. <laughs> that was um, oh the God. reveal. Um, which, uh, what if you've seen the tuck rule documentary? Like, yeah. that's not surprising that no. he did what he did. But just just, just to uh, do it. funny kind of trolling uh, Charles Woodson. But that's another but, guy that didn't have a big social media presence. And just how we talked about Phil right. in the past couple of years, well, he's he just could. started to do that. Right. He couldn't with the Patriots. I think that's what we're we miss the most is the fact that we didn't know Tom Brady forever, right? Because we couldn't, mm-hmm. and now we're we're getting full Tom. So I think he's gonna be great. Is he, is it worth that much? I don't think any a, any analyst really should be, but that's well, I mean, a pretty are solid. Tune re- in to it's it. gonna be a pretty solid if retirement. Tom package. Brady, like they're gonna tune it. Like ultimately, now people are always gonna tune into the NFL. They're not gonna tune it, tune into the USFL. They're not gonna turn into the Correct. XFL. Like they. Views have people will always tune into the and whether it's in England, right. whether no it's matter. the worst teams right. in the league, the best league, teams in the league, but they're definitely turning into Tom Brady and prime time. So you got great game, great, great broadcaster. Right? Um, they're going to make their money. The NFL always oh, makes their money. Yeah, make the money. like you can talk about the PGA and all right. that. Like the NFL is going to make the money. So. It's just a number to them. It is. Like it, like it is. It absolutely is. But there's not a better. They're get. probably All right. That's the top kit. They're you probably going right. to make more than that. Maybe double that off of what Tom Brady they, brings to they, them. They already have. like Drew Brees is in studio. Yeah. He didn't want to do games, and that's a whole different ball game. So like the the comparison of someone being bad is like they had Joe Montana in studio for a couple years years back. Awful. But being in studio is, I mean, first of all, you're with like six other dudes. You're also in And a you've got to be very succinct yeah. in what you're trying to do. You don't get time to analyze a point. or So, like, Montana and quarterbacks in general, in my opinion, are better in the booth. Right. And he never, he was never in the booth. So, like, everybody, you know, oh, Montana was terrible. It was like, well, he was terrible at being a broadcasting guy. He wasn't terrible at being an Analyst. I think, I think if you know you talk about quarterbacks, I think a guy who I would actually be super interested to see in the booth because he was incredible for years is Luke Keekley. I feel like that dude could break down you, some. You rarely see defensive players, right? But what I I but think I he think could they, just like see formations, me. different stuff like that, and Why is he that? knows that dude knows football inside and out. 
I think Luke Keekley would be a fun guy. He's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Well, like Greg Olson is basically who Brady's going to replace. Right. And essentially. So, I mean, you tell me. That's a great question. You I don't see no the defensive What's side. The First of all, the defense isn't, ex- isn't as exciting as far as a fan perspective. Correct. But second of all, like, I don't feel like defensive guys are as willing to, like, open up or, like, it's, like, part of the brotherhood. Right. Like, but they, I don't know. They'll you go in the me, booth. Like, you would know better than you're, I would, you're obviously. Not wrong. The uh, most defensive players, they don't. But they'll go in the studio. Well, yeah, but they're not. They're not doing. But at they're that not point, analyzing they're like talking the, about locker room. Right. They're talking right. about culture. They're not talking about defensive scheme. No. Right. But that's why. That's why I just I want a different perspective, and I feel like Luke Keekley could do I that. Actually, for no, me. I don't disagree. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> like thinking through that. I'm trying. I don't. They really haven't. They'll do it later. Because like on, Ray Lewis, they'll do it later on a certain play. Right. Or their own play, but like Ray did it a lot, and Ed Reed would do it. Right. When they speak about their own play of how they would have played, mm-hmm. but they're not speaking on current right. as and much. I mean, so you play, I mean, obviously playing linebacker. So as playing quarterback, I literally have to know what all 11 guys on the defense are doing because in some yeah. way that's going to protect me, whether it's from the sliding the protection one way or the other to blitz versus coverage on the linebackers to coverage of the corners. Like right. that's that's all three <clears throat> levels. Line, middle linebacker known as the quarterback of the right. defense. Obviously, you know what's going on behind you, but you can't technically – you're not moving them. Like, you can't move those pieces with your eyes or anything oh, no. like that. No, no, yeah. Whereas, like, D-line, you've got more impact on right. because they're in front of you. Anything that's in front of you, you can like, see. You can see. Actually see So, it. like, does that have some impact as far as not necessarily – you're not see- you are the quarterback of the defense, but you're not seeing it like a quarterback. No, I think actually it has to do with the camera angles. If if everything we saw was an all twenty two, right, it would be easier to analyze defensively. Because those screenshots we have now are one guilted towards the offense anyway. Right. We don't you rarely see the back end. No. You only see the back end if there's a big play. But that's annoying to me as and a quarterback you can't see because anything. if I'm trying to diagnose like if I'm watching the play right. I can see, usually see between eight and ten guys, yeah, and that doesn't give me the whole picture. Because Let's just start our own streaming service. That shows well, they have twenty-two. They have that, they have right. it. it's and just that not, more and more that will become a. It's thing. just not the broadcasted view, and the fan, the fan doesn't care. Maybe the, I don't know the analyst, the football players. Care. I mean, we care, like yeah, because we under like. But have we they have tried a it? Better understanding, but like if I should try if it, I, in if, the if I showed that to NFL preseason, my please. fanatic non-football they fans, it, yeah. I could be like. Well, this, this, and this, and it's interesting for they could a end, set of they could plays. end zone view it though. No, I, I at like, least that when would be I their buy view. tickets to games. I buy end zone tickets. Yeah, because you can see it. So because yeah, I can analyze the game, yeah, I can right. watch the game watch how the game. I want to watch the game. Yeah, absolutely. I just but feel I like that's I don't why, want a fifty yard line ticket. But that's why defensively, that's the worst ticket in the game. Probably is that that's the reason. And then we I mean, just we just don't like we don't like letting anyone on offense know anything about defense. I get it. Forever. I, I just realized this. Like, we just, we don't. Right, but, like, everybody's watching film. Right. I know. And that's, and that's exactly I what I was going to. I don't gonna, know. Just, I was going to bring that up. It's just, just more secretive. It does. I get it. But that's I what I was going to bring up is, like, you hear Tony Romo being like, okay, this guy's going to run this route, this guy, this, this, this down-distance situation. Guys that have been 
you know, a staple in their defense, quarterback of their defense per se, for so long sitting there saying, okay, this down in distance, I'm looking for this guy to run this. This guy will probably run this, or this team's going to run this in this situation based off of whether they're a zone team, whether they're, you know, a shotgun team, whether whatever. And I feel like that just brings a whole different perspective. Now with the league turning into a scoring league, we want high scoring, we want this, we want this. That's probably, I feel like, maybe why they want this offensive perspective because they're like, oh, how do how do we score more? Right. How do I score more? Whereas on yeah, it's we're sitting here thinking about from analytics, it's like offensive guys sell tickets, get paid more. Right. That's also part of it. Only like to talk about themselves more. Let's yeah, absolutely. Like, and we just want to punch you in the face. Right. I mean, it's really well. I mean, look at it, the guys over at Darrell Revis. Think of the <laughs> last. You know, just I mean. Since this announcing thing has become more than a profession, right. now it's become a move from career. the field. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I think of Paul Malu, I think of Rodney Harrison. I think of, so like I'm trying to think of like the premier safeties because like they're seeing the whole, the whole thing. But like from a defensive perspective, you are reacting. Yes, you're prepared. Right. But d- defense is a reactionary thing. Now offense is to a, but offense is, I want to move the pieces first. Defense is, I'll move some pieces around. Offense, again, o- offense is always going to have the last say as long as they're doing it correctly. Right. Like, that's why Peyton Manning was so great at what he does, why Tom Brady's so great, is because they ultimately get the last say and shouldn't be wrong or won't be wrong right. very many times. Yeah. So it's hard to predict announce, broadcast, reaction. It's easier to say, okay, as a quarterback, this is what I'm seeing. I know I'm only going to one of two or three options. Right. And so, therefore, from a defense perspective, I can go to eight different options that may or may not be good. But, like, it's just like, what did did the past teach me, not what did – this say nearly as much so i think that's a lot of it as well exactly because to then defensively it's actually best we see after the play so if they were doing replays which a lot of they do breakdowns and stuff finally on defense Mm -hmm. even online too it's the same way right you can't see that you cannot talk through that live it's just not very possible Mm -hmm. because there's too many moving pieces but to do a replay of it would be the only route but people don't they don't really like those breakdowns unless you're a football person right yeah. Um, well, and like when the defensive lineman wins. So, like, if I win on a yeah. swim move or I win on, like, now I've completely affected. That's the only way that I've made the offense react. Yeah. And, like, you didn't call a play for Aaron Donald. No. I mean, you might have called a stunt or something right. like that. But, like, for the most part, yeah. like, I depended on whatever my quick thought reaction was to what I've prepared for as if this offensive lineman tries to block me in a certain way, I'm going to do this. And that's how I can affect yeah. up up front, ultimately, at the point of attack. And then everybody else is just reacting around. Based on that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the NFL today. The NFL today is who makes the big plays. And that's the guys that get recognized. Yeah. And they could, say, get 12 sacks, but they could also not rush the passer or get pancaked 50 times. Um, you know, digs with the Cowboys. Yep. Most interceptions in the NFL, also most yards given up. He's known as an all-pro right. corner, which, and it's like, wait, we've got two or three dudes in the league that gave up like twenty percent completion percentage, and these guys aren't even mentioned. 
But well, they well yeah, they didn't get thrown at because their guys weren't open. <laughs> right. They but, just weren't open. Right. They, like, thrown that, at. they were actually way more efficient. Right. But that's not what we're you know that's not the the glitz and the glam. That's not the offensive out there. Right. And that goes. I think that goes all the way to the booth. Is that like. Deion Sanders is a booth guy. Most of the other, cor- you know, there's a handful of corners in the history of the league that are glitz and glam. There's a handful of safeties in the history of the league that are glitz. And- like, there's so much fewer options. Yeah. And then add- on to that, those guys just don't want to share it. Yeah. At the like, end of the day, we just don't want to share. Right. We don't. So, we don't. but to tie that all the way in, to- and we'll talk to the players, there's going to be a Manning cast at the Players' Championship. And we'll talk more about this next week. Um, but just a, a brief a briefing. Joe Buck pre-curse will be uh, doing some of the announcing. And then he'll, he's going to have Aikman on. He's going to have the Mannings on. Um, there's going to be some other uh, football players. Josh Allen, I've heard. And then some golf guys as well. I think Barkley's going to be on there. Joe, so, Joe Buck. Yeah. Oh, the, love he's going to be on there because there's the whole tig- Tigger-Barkley uh, thing. Did you guys see that on? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That was... What the? Inter- it was I mean, weird. It kind of blew over. It, it did, but it was like weird. Why? I don't even. I I listened it to it, but like, was he playing with Tiger? I th- yeah, when they did the fir- when they did the match or did the not the match the. No, I know what you're some talking event, about. but right. yeah, it was like okay. But I think that's why. Like most of the time, when Barkley blows up, like it kind of. Yeah. I feel like everybody was just like, uh, it's like it was kind of an weird. overreaction. Yeah. We've seen Tiger interact with people. It's not right. like he's like he's never given anybody insight, especially recently. Yeah. Like him and JT are close. Like he's been on Yeah. You know, out and like, about and in public and giving interviews. Yeah. So I mean it was I, weird. I think yeah, Barkley like, maybe just trying to make some money and just head of the PGA and like it, I still think Barkley's entertaining and I'm still yeah. gonna watch Tiger. So oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's not stopping anything. But match stuff? Did Next you have a question on the match? Or not on the match, on the... No, my one question oh, was, up. yeah, because I feel like this is like a controversy and fans and stuff like that. Joe Buck, love him or hate him? He's terrible. Gosh, see, so my my oldest half-brother, Chad, is a huge baseball guy. MLB Network 24-7 yep. at their house. And I don't watch MLB, full disclosure, until the playoffs. And so he hates Joe Buck. That's awful. And so, but when I watch baseball, I pretty much am watching Buck. And I have no issues whatsoever with Joe Buck. And like, like A-Rod is way worse. And and like, he's not like they're on different. But like, to me, Joe Buck does fine. And like everybody, you know, Joe Buck wrote his dad's coattails and uh, he probably did. Like, right. kudos to him, though. Like, but he's not a ter- terrible announcer, and I don't hate him. It's a hot I think take. Aikman's worse than him. In oh, the Aikman NFL is booth. Aikman is way and worse. Aikman, Marketing my hot take. Now, part player <laughs> I think, ever. I think like, part of I think part of Buck is because of Aikman, right? Because your package deal. No, right? yeah, marketing. Uh, but he's marketing also just doesn't clip he's just this. Never smart. There's some things he. I'm not talking about the baseball. No, Actually, I don't no. mind him in the baseball. I right. really hear him in the playoffs. It's the football that I just can't. It, Which I disagree, and I don't, I don't know how much like, I don't I know how much is it affected. But I feel I feel like so, Joe Buck is literally there. that person. It's a it's a love hate. Like you either people either oh, yeah. like him or they dislike him with a passion. There's no like right. oh, he's not bad. 
No. There's never, you, you never get like, eh, and he ain't it, that bad. And ultimately there is, but like not anybody that's ever going to voice their opinion. No. Um, I don't. Do you think he's gotten more beloved or less since he started doing football more? Like you hate him more because of football. of football. Absolutely. And I, Absolutely. I would say that it, I'm unchanged. Like I, I think I would almost say, I would almost say, because you know who. In else a is? sense, I'd say less, just for the fact that like he's diverse. No, it's it's people don't like him in baseball, so and then he goes automatic. to another sport that they want to watch without Joe Buck, and now he's jo- going into this. Sport so he's become plus, more plus, hateable. Plus, I Aikman. think so. Like plus Aikman, you, you, right? But plus, but. Aikman. Daryl Daryl Johnson also ex also not Cal- good worse than Aikman oh worse exactly but he's had a Booger McFarland both of the problems why are so many Cowboys because America's team and, <laughs> no, I, I say that in the they so in it, the nicest way they, possible no I, I don't say that as a Cowboys fan I say that in that's why they got hired yeah but it's just so I mean gross. same thing with so like. I and wish Romo. Romo was as good at quarterback as he, as he was as he is at announcing. I love you're not wrong. And to a, he's getting to a point where it's is as good as he is he's in schedule commercials. Where he fits in, Nance does a great job with him. Jim Nance. Does anybody hate that guy? Speaking of, I love that guy in whatever he does. Yeah, yeah I'm, I can't say no. Can't say I, yes. Can't say no. He's famous. I mean, he just and he does a great job. And I think the best people at announcing. This comes from a guy who's broadcasting background. Um, the best guys in the world make everyone around them better. And that's in no matter what you do. Yeah. But, like, especially in broadcasting, allowing a guy to be themselves in whatever that form is while not changing your style is incredibly difficult. And yeah. I think Nance does. The only person that, to me, is close to that, and it's not even a guy that's that announces games, is, is Ernie Johnson on – the TNT NBA show with Shaq and yeah. Kenny and yeah. Oh, Charles. absolutely. Because that's a guy that's dealing with three, at least two, two and a half. Huge, yeah. Two, two and, and a half, half characters. Huge, huge personalities. Huge. And their show is the best studio show. Yeah. Um, I watch more of their studio show, show than I do NBA games oh, because one, it's more entertaining. And two, obviously you can kind of catch up, especially yeah. now that the playoffs are on, but like it's it's hard to come by that guy, and to me, there's two guys that are those two guys come to mind as far as being really great at it. Joe Buck kind of sits somewhere in the middle for me. Um, Just but less Cowboys, please. But you need fewer. Well, like, fewer. and they always get the Cowboy games, and it's so bad. It is just annoying. well, like, but Except I think Robo. part of that is that. Troy is still like those guys are still involved. Like, who's the? There's nobody involved in the Falcons. There's nobody involved in the Vikings. So like, Randy Moss is very involved. (laughs) No, but he's not in. They don't let Vic come back. He's not announcing the games. Yeah. So like these guys are. So like Troy Aikman is involved. Relatively active, I would say, in the Cowboys organization. So like when Joe says, "Hey, Troy." Yeah. What the hell's going on? You guys are way overpaid and way underperforming. Welcome to the Cowboys the last 20 years. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. getting insight is annoying, but at the same point, it's like that's one guy who can do that for one of 32. Well, that teams. part, that part yeah. I get. It's but the homerism no, that but it's kills still a, me. Well, right. But like he's not, when they're not, not good cheer at something. 
Yeah, I get I would it. it's hard to be impartial. Troy's, a, Troy's not even a fanatic, and like same thing if I like if I was on the Cowboys broadcast, which is like, why I'm going to give you my there. opinion of why the Cowboys suck. But I'm also going to be like, man, this is why we can be good, right? Like you know, so I mean, it's I hard it. to I get it. It's just separate. Not, it's just because that's dating. why Troy's. That's why Troy's annoying to yeah. me. Also, he's had a lot of concussions, guys. Yeah. And Daryl Johnson is annoying because he's had a lot of concussions. <laughs> so let's Those guys don't let's see keep straight. mental health in mind. In mind, yeah. Yes. Well, don't uh, just don't go bad on the game when you're uh, taking a break. Well, you know, see the NFL, we can still somehow find twenty minutes in NFL talk, even, <laughs> even it's though it's golf season. Because it's a bye week. Right. And schedules come bye out week. on Thursday. Schedules come out on Thursday. The Cowboys will have six primetime games for some stupid yeah. reason. They already announced the Christmas game. It was the Christmas game? They announced the yeah. doubleheader on Monday night. Yeah. The Christ- that's I think the, it was a Christmas that's game. the Vikings, Eagles yep. doubleheader. Which I feel like Christmas game is because if we if we, we should almost always do a doubleheader. Like they're gonna yeah, get do the you viewership. play the late game on Monday night? Hell no. No, like I don't want to stay up. No. I mean, you're I mean, I'm going to. I don't want to watch the whole thing. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to play either. Right. And it's the first game of the season. Oh, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. From a player uh, perspective. I will be shocked if the Falcons get one primetime game. When do you play? First game or second game? Second. Do you so get a, he's got the game we're talking about. Do you have a Thursday night or a, a late Sunday, the next one? I'd have to. I'd oh, have you to don't look. know yet. Never mind. I'm an idiot. But this, this one. come out yeah. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> We would not have that answer, but and probably, on that note, do we do, we do we refill, break, refill, and then I'm down. I'm down. Jump back into I'm our down. picks just, and our breakdown. Just can't wait for football. Yeah, it's time.